We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sunday's game was unacceptable. It was embarrassing. The Broncos head to Arrowhead just days after firing head coach Nathaniel Hackett. That was embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. How are the Chiefs adjusting? Where does Eric Bieniemy fit into all of this? And what are the keys to beating the Broncos twice in 15 days? That's all ahead in this week's press coverage. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Press Coverage with Marlia Campbell. Hear from sports players and coaches as they get ready for game day. The top storylines and headlines people are talking about, straight from the people they're talking about. Press coverage is proudly sponsored by 360 Vodka, a holiday distillery favorite. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. And now, let's go to Marlia to get all the latest on the Chiefs' upcoming game. Some guys, oh, we just clinched the playoffs. We just we got our hats and our shirts last week. You know, we get they tend to get complacent. You see teams, if you watch enough football, you'll see teams get complacent, you know, once they get those hats, once they clinch, stuff like that. Here in Kansas City, we're not complacent. You know, we always strive for more. We want more. You know, the goal, you know, we get a you know, a little handshake, a pat on the shoulders for doing our job, you know, winning the conference as far as that. But you know, um, as far sorry, the division. But um, you know, our goal is to win the conference. You know, we want to win the conference first you know, secure home field advantage, and then we have fun throughout the playoffs, and then when we get to the big dance, we just crush them. That's the goal here in Kansas City, baby. That's Frank Clark after the Chiefs' 24-10 win over the Seahawks. Up next, 2023 will kick off with a bang at Arrowhead. Division rivalry? Check. Off-field drama? Check. And a lot at stake? Also check. Kansas City remains tied with Buffalo for the top spot in the AFC with just two regular season games to go. A reminder, the Bills hold the tiebreaker, so the Chiefs will need them to either lose to the Bengals Monday night or to the Patriots the following week in order to have a shot at securing home field advantage in that first-round playoff bye. Now that's all assuming the Chiefs take care of their own business, and it starts with the Broncos. Here's head coach Andy Reid. Defensively, they number one in passing defense and, um, and a couple other categories in the pass game and defensive area. They're, they're top-notch and... And then uh, offensively, uh, they sure they've got good players. They've got great skill players and and uh, and a good offensive line. So we'll be we've got to have a good week of practice and special teams. They're they're solid there too. So and then with the coaching changes, um, you know I mentioned to the team that you're, you're never quite sure what what you're going to see. So you got to be kind of ready for ready for anything and everything, and uh, make sure you bring the energy in that you need. 
um, to take care of business. We're, we're glad we're here uh, at Arrowhead. Um, look forward to seeing all our fans out there. Things in Denver are bad. Here's the last thing Nathaniel Hackett said as head coach of the Broncos. We got two West opponents coming up, so we got to be ready and focus and reset and understand that this was an entire team loss. Nobody played good enough to win. It's across the board, whether it's the offense or defense. So uh, we, we talked about that. We addressed that, said it was me too. I have to do a better job coaching. All the coaches have to do a better job coaching. Everybody's got to do better because we can't have that happen. That was, that was not good. This came in the postgame presser after that embarrassing 51-14 to loss to the Rams on Sunday. If you missed it, here's that game summed up in eight words. Sunday's game was unacceptable. That was embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. One day later, the organization announced their decision to part ways with the first-year head coach after a 4-11 start. Bronco CEO Greg Penner explained the decision. You have to look at the full body of work, and um, uh, it wasn't just a decision based on what happened on Sunday. As George said, Sunday was an embarrassment to our organization. Uh, I know the players uh, feel that way about it, the staff, ownership, everyone. Uh, but it wasn't just about Sunday. It was about, about the full body of work. And um, uh, for a number of reasons, this just it wasn't the right fit. The news hit hard with quarterback Russell Wilson and left guard Dalton Reisner. Um, I'm, I'm going to lead it off real fast for you guys. Um, just I think, first of all, um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, devastated by Coach Hackett because I think he's an amazing man, amazing teacher amazing father just watching him with his kids and what he's been on to do and how he's taught the game for us um, you know this season has been um, a season that we never thought was going to happen the way it did um, and uh, he was a guy that spent all his time all of his effort um, into us as, as players as staff members everybody coaches as well and so I think that he um, <clears throat> he's gonna be an amazing coach um, he's one of the brighter minds I've been around and um, <clears throat> I think also too you know, it's been a crazy season, tons of injuries, tons of everything else. But the reality is, is that, you know, I, I wish I could have played better for him, too. You know, I wish I could have played at the, at the standard and the level that I've played, you know, I've always played at and know, know how to play at. So, um, but what I do know is uh, he's resilient. He's going to be a tremendous coach, like I said. And um, I love him to death, and everybody uh, misses him for sure. To see Coach Hackett fired, that's always tough. That's another man's job. I got the utmost respect for Coach Hackett. And... In my time of being able to play with Coach Hackett, I value him so much, respect him so much, and it was an honor to get to play for him, uh, as well as uh, Dwayne Stooks and as well as Butch Berry. Um, these are the men's jobs. I'm never going to say anything, but it was anything but respect for guys like that because, I mean, they lost their jobs. Uh, my heart goes out to them, and I respect them a lot, and I think each and every one of those guys is going to be able to find success in the NFL in some way, shape, or form. Well, we're 4-11, and sir, you know, and, and I, we take a lot of pride in, in winning football games. We haven't done that this year. We haven't done that, and we're aware of that. And for me personally, there's no excuses. There's zero excuses. And you got guys like Coach Hackett that get blamed, and they get all the blame put on them. But I believe that us as players, I'm not going to speak for my teammates, but for me, I could have helped him out more. And my job, like I just got done answering, was to be a, the best left guard that I can be. And it's not where it needs to be. Being 4-11 is not where we want to be. Broncos are used to winning football. They're used to Super Bowls. They're used to playoffs. And for seven years now, we haven't been there. So my response is, is we do this 365 days out of the year and take a lot of pride in being Denver Broncos and we're not where we need to be. And we've got to make sure we get that figured out. 
We're not going to put our heads down. We're not going to put our you know, tails between our legs. We're going to go out to work, and we're going to go get a win in Kansas City. And we're going to continue to work and, and do everything we can to make that happen. Penner and GM George Patton both said the decision wasn't directly tied to the abysmal year by Wilson, who signed a five-year, $242 million contract this past offseason. He'll be the first one to tell you he didn't play up to his standard, didn't play up to our standard. He needs to be better. Uh, I don't think we made a coaching move based on Russ. You know That wasn't what it's all about. That's, why, that's not why we're getting a new coach to turn around Russ. It's about the entire um, organization. It's about the entire football team. It's just not one player. Uh, it's not whether Russ is fixable or not. Uh, we do believe he is. We do. The uh, decision to have Russell here was a long-term one. Uh, this season has not been up to his uh, standards or expectations. Uh, we saw some glimpses of it in the last uh, few weeks. He knows he can play better. We know he can play better. And, um, and we know he'll do the right work in the offseason to be ready for next year. Yeah, I mean, I know I, know I can play exceptionally well. You know, I know what I have in me and I know what I can do. Um, uh, and also, too, um, like I said, at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, each moment you get out there, you want to play your best. I haven't been able to do that this year so far. Um, we have two games to go. You know, I want to be able to um, just go compete at the highest level. And, um, and try to get us, you know, two wins, and just go get a, a win against Kansas City Chiefs. I know how much this game means to us, and um, and, uh, and just because of the the rivalry and the history of it all, um, and uh, it's another opportunity to play the game we love uh, with the teammates we love and everything else. So, um, <clears throat> but in terms of uh, you know my confidence level, uh, my resilience in myself, knowing who I am and how much work I put into it every day, and the mentality, the work ethic, um, everything else, but you know, um, you know, I've, I've, you have dark days sometimes. You know, it's been uh, it's been up and down. It's been a, a, a tough year uh, in a lot of ways, just physically. Obviously, just um, trying to make you know score more touchdowns. You score a lot of touchdowns and win a lot of games. That hasn't happened. It's the first time it's been like this. But I think that um, what I do know is I do believe in our in our guys that we have around us. Um, I do know that um, guys like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy's playing his best football. Um, you know, I, I, to be around a guy like Latavius Murray, to be around guys like Justin Simmons and the Warriors and the competitors those guys are, uh, K-Jack, um, obviously PS2. I mean, what a world-class talent. Um, and then when you think about guys who aren't, you know, playing with us, um, you know, right now, but the guys that, you know, Javante Williams and Tim Patrick and Bowles and um, these guys are going to come back and we're going we're gonna to do everything we can um, to, to be our best, you know, every day. And uh, that's what that's what we try to give every day, um, but you know, and I'm, I'm, my expectations are, the, are higher than anybody else's. You know, I, I believe in myself at the highest level, and uh, the mission is still um, maybe it's not going to happen this year, but the mission is still the same, and that's to help you know bring Super Bowls to to Denver, and uh, that's the goal. Now, one tie to monitor here: Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy interviewed for Hackett's job back in early 2022. He was asked the obvious this week. Is this on his mind? I'm where my feet are. The only thing I can control is today in this situational football day. It's third down day, so we got to make sure we get back on track. I know what he can do. I mean, I've said it a hundred times. I haven't changed my opinion on that. So I, um, I hope he gets an opportunity. I'd rather not have it at Denver, but I, I hope he gets an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos senior assistant Jerry Rosberg will be on the sidelines as interim head coach. I'd like to just let you know that I'm humbled by this opportunity that I've been given. And uh, at the same time, I'm very confident that I can do this job for the next two weeks. And I think those two traits are really valuable. I've talked to players over the years about the value of humility and the, the also the 
that cooperate with confidence. And that, that really is the power couple for me. Because we don't all know everything. We can't all do everything. So we have to embrace the fact that we can learn and we can keep pay attention and open our eyes. And at the same time, we're all gifted with traits that not every person has. So we, we bring a unique ability to the world. And if we can combine the humility that we possess with the confidence that we possess, we can do great things. And I, I believe that that's the case right here. I've been asked to do this job and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm humbled by the opportunity, but at the same time, I can do this. Reed, the enemy and defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo break down the challenges of taking on a team in the wake of a staff switch up like this. You hit the things that you, the primary things that they've been doing, uh, but you got to keep your eyes open. You just have to be aware of any adjustments. Uh, there might be a couple more sideline adjustments you have to make or in-game adjustments that a guy might have to put on. So we'll just we'll see how it goes. But. Um, that's that's where we're at. Well, uh, Coach is right. Uh, sometimes it can make it a little bit more challenging because you don't know what the changes are going to be. You know, you, everybody needs a game to see uh, what the new head coach is going to do. The coordinator not changing, you know, we're looking for some probably continuity there or some similarity between the last time we played and this time. But we just got to be ready for anything. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, we make it more about what we're doing and what we should do and how we should execute. and making sure that from the chin to the hairline we execute things the way we need to do and then continue to play fast. I mean, I, I, I thought our guys played fast, tackled better. To me, that's as important as who you're playing. Um, so whatever they throw at us in this particular week that we may, may not have seen because it is a new regime, so, so, so to speak, um, we got to be ready for it. Well, I'll say this. Defensively, they done, they've done a hell of a job all year long. And I know this past weekend, you know, the score got out of hand and – Sometimes that happens, but I do know this. They have good personnel on that side of the ball. They've done an outstanding job of coaching those guys up. So we're not taking our foot off the pedal just because they had a mishap this particular weekend. Regardless of what has taken place, we got to make sure that we're ready. And like I said, there's a lot of things that we need to work on. We got to make sure we're getting back to uh, playing fundamentally sound football and making sure that we're converting on third downs and making the most of opportunities when presented. So I'm counting on the Denver Broncos to come out and play hard and play fast and to compete their ass off against the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. This will be the second time the Chiefs play the Broncos in 15 days. Flashback to a couple weeks ago in Denver, Kansas City jumped out to a 27 to nothing lead with four and a half to go in the first half. Fans sat back in their chairs at that point, and apparently so did the Chiefs. The Broncos, a.k.a. the worst offense in the NFL, went on to score 21 unanswered for the first time all season long, making the Chiefs fight a nail-biter down the stretch. A rare three-interception day by Patrick Mahomes kept Russell Wilson and company within striking distance. Yeah, I mean, they did a good job of following my eyes, um, making some good plays on some balls that I was trying to throw in some tight windows. Um, And so I've had to make sure to just take what's there and not try to force it. Um, They got great players. Ultimately, though, Kansas City held on to pull off the 34-28 win. Jerry Judy pays the Broncos with three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, they still have a – they played us tough this last one. I mean, they gave us everything that we could could ask for. I mean, we have to go out there and play our best ball. I mean, if you look at the tape, you see the talent that they have and, and how hard they play. And so for us, it'll be a great opportunity to play a rival um, at Arrowhead and have to find a way to get a win. Some injury news for Sunday. We can finally see the return of wide receiver McCall Hardman. He's missed the past seven games with an abdominal injury. Yeah, so um, as a week went on, he got, you know, he got a bit tired and sore. And uh, I think he, he, that was good. He worked his way through what he needed to get through. And, and uh, now it's a matter of getting him in a game. And, so I, I presume, unless there's a setback, I presume he'll, he'll be there. But, you know, that's where we're at right now. The biggest thing with McCole is making sure that he's getting back in the groove. Obviously, with him participating in practice, we're not going to rush things. We just want to make sure that he's good. And then on top of that, we got to get him back in, in, in game shape and making sure that he can handle the necessary uh, amount of workload that we want to give him. So, you know, we're excited. Obviously, uh, He's done a heck of a job, and we'll just keep it moving from there. We'll just take it day by day. Another offensive player isn't so close. Here's Reed's update on running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, he's not. He's not ready yet. I mean, he's not. Uh, he's close. He's close, but not ready. The high ankle sprains. Those are tough deals, man, on running back. So he's working through everything, and he's busting his tail. It's just. In his absence, running back Jarek McKinnon is on an absolute tear. He's tied with the Rams' Cam Akers, leading the league in touchdowns over the last four games with six. Jarek has been very valuable. Obviously, it's it's always good, especially, you know, for Pat. When he's looking downfield to make that big play, and then uh, if nothing's there, he has an opportunity to dump it off to Jarek. Jarek's doing a great job, not only as a receiver, He's doing a great job in pass protection, picking up the necessarily blitz when they're coming. On top of that, he's doing a heck of a job in the run game. And then something that doesn't get talked about enough, and I know I keep discussing it, is his leadership. 
He provides outstanding leadership in that room to those guys. And he's just like having a coach, an additional coach on the field. Yeah, I think he's done a great job with his opportunities that he's been given. Um, he's like the one this last week, where I throw the ball in the flat. You're expecting to kind of, we have that touchdown, checkdown mentality, but when you throw it to a guy like that who can battle his way and get in the end zone, um, that, that, that special ability. And so for him, um, he's playing good, uh, good football at the right time of the year. And how can he carry that momentum into the playoffs? Yeah, he kind of did this same thing. Last year, I mean, he's a seasoned veteran. He, he knows, and he's had good people that could get in and play and spot him and so on. But I, I, I would tell you this, from a professional standpoint, um, he's phenomenal. His study habits and then, for your question, taking care of his body. He, he is meticulous about how he goes about that. And it's a great example to these young guys. Now, before we go, you've probably seen that viral clip of players surprising head coach Andy Reid with a cheeseburger in the locker room after that Christmas Eve win over the Seahawks. Well, we finally got Big Red's review. So, yeah, the cheeseburger was great. It was fresh and one of the better ones I've had. We've got a new New Year's Day kickoff at Arrowhead. You can watch the game on KCTV5 and make sure to head over to our KCSN YouTube and Twitter pages for a live breakdown as soon as the game ends. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.